0: Welcome everyone back to the Reader Copy Podcast, the comic podcast about comic books. It is Wednesday, July 6th. My name is Chris and I'm joined by my co-host Daniel. Yes, welcome everyone to the
1: podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hope you guys are living your dreams. You know, just living hundred percent. Everything, everything's awesome. It's Christmas every day. I'm hoping okay. for you guys.
0: Two days after the Fourth of July, it's Christmas every day.
1: Yeah, okay. Maybe Fourth of July is Fourth of July, but every other day is Christmas. <laughs> are you a fan of fireworks? Uh, I am actually. I think they're they're pretty fun. If you're just uh, you have nothing better to do and the lights are out, it's fun. The, the fireworks. I've never been a huge fan. Like even as
0: a kid, I always thought like this is a waste of time. <laughs>
1: Both the ones that like go into the sky and the ones that you just like light yourself in your hand. Like you don't like those either. The ones that are like on the ground.
0: I will not buy them. But if a friend of mine was like, hey, you want to light this,
1: I'll light it. They're fun. I think they're pretty fun. Especially the ones that are like, you know, you just kind of leave on the ground and it fires up and shoots right in front of you rather than you go to a beach and then there's a show.
0: You're literally setting your money on fire. Yeah. And it's worth it. The big fireworks, like you go to a show. Right. I went to one one time in San Francisco and you got to get there super early to get a good spot. You watch it for like 10 minutes oh. and then it takes you three hours to get out of there.
1: If that's the whole thing, it's not worth it. No, yeah. I'll admit that. Yeah. But if you had a whole day of barbecuing, having hot dogs.
0: Yeah, I'll do all that, but I can do that at home. Or at a picnic and not have the fireworks
1: true true I mean that we did live near like a kind of like a small beach type of thing like it was in our backyard kind of and we could just like kind of watch the fireworks from our backyard and that was kind okay. of cool yeah um, unless it's like oh you kind of want to go to sleep now it's kind of late and they're still doing fireworks that's annoying yeah
0: <laughs> I'm not, yeah fireworks is just like I'll look at it for a while and then halfway through that it's still going I'm just not even looking at it anymore <laughs> you just don't it's the same thing over and over to you like It blows up in the sky.
1: (laughs) It's not a whole big thing, big deal to me, but it's kind of nice. It's kind of cool to switch things up. It's a a night of fireworks. I
0: also would have thought the science of fireworks would have gotten a lot better by now. What does that mean? Like in Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Yes, I know. I know. (laughs) does a firework and it becomes like a dragon or something. I'm like, can we do stuff like that yet? Shouldn't we have better technology? I, I, we're close. We're, we're getting there,
1: right? We're, we need Elon on it. It's I think it's more just like shapes of things, like a Mickey Mouse head or whatever. Oh,
0: three circles? Yeah.
1: Exactly. Impressive. That's the hardest. That's the most
0: impressive thing we've done. Okay. I, I've who- done that with pancakes. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. Have you ever done a dragon with pancakes? I <laughs> think not.
0: I think in the future, and I'm talking not even that far ahead. Um, some places, you know, the more advanced places, Silicon Valley, um, you know, maybe like in New York or Sydney, Australia uh, or China Hong or something. Kong, yeah. Sure. Um, maybe they won't get rid of fireworks, but they'll add to it. Because I think now I've seen in like YouTube and stuff. Um, drone light shows Oh yeah I have seen, Those are awesome Yeah I'll be like That's way better than a fireworks thing Like And yeah. that doesn't leave Like you know Gun smoke in the air And ash on the ground Like They they could do Design whatever they want And that's True. way more impressive True It's not
1: dangerous either You're not It's not gonna If there's an accident or whatever It's not gonna all light at once yeah. And cause some type of mayhem Right Yeah
0: It's not dangerous to store them in a warehouse True <laughs> In the back of a truck yeah. Transporting them so, uh, I'd say in the future instead of fireworks, it'll be drone light shows. Yeah, I've seen those too. They're pretty dang
1: impressive. They're cool, because yeah. it's like it's like what like forty drones just flying yeah. at the exact pinpoint spots, and then they the lights on them like it looks like a big screen.
0: Yeah, and you can you know you could play with depth. Like there's like a three D element to Ultra, it. Oh, true. Yeah. Stuff. And um, they don't blow up, hopefully. You can use them next year, right? <laughs> There's this one time, I think a couple of years ago, there was a, a fireworks show. I believe it was in San Diego. And they had all their fireworks lined up, right? And, and ready to go. And they've all been tested and stuff. And it's supposed to be timed. So that way the show will last, whatever, 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Some error happened where they just lit all of them all at the same time at once. And was it an like, awesome oh, show? And it was like a 10 second firework show of everything just blew up. <laughs> <laughs> where the whole sky just turns day. It just, yeah. It was like every, imagine how much they have for like a 10 minute show. Yeah. All lit up at once. They're pretty long shows too. They're like 20, 30 minutes yeah. sometimes. So imagine it, it, the amount of that 10, 20 minutes compressed to 10, 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean everything, Everyone was fine right Like Yeah I mean it's far away But it was oh, like okay. Imagine everyone in the city Gathered for tw- A 20 second show uh, That's it Yeah <laughs> Honestly I'd rather go to that one
1: Because it's not like The other fireworks shows like, Maybe it's pretty dang cool To see that Something Seeing something go boom Is fun Yeah
0: okay Well if I'm go, If I'm mad for Going for like A, a regular length show I'd be super mad If it was messed <laughs> up Like that too 10
1: seconds Yeah uh, we'll get there. I believe the dragon fireworks are coming soon. Yeah, yeah, it'll be drones. Though we're, we're in the future. Have you seen talking about technology? Have you seen like um the government approved self driving trucks, like like um like cross country eighteen wheeler trucks? Yeah, like in Logan. Yeah, exactly. Just like in Logan, that's been like approved, and do it's you see what happened in Logan. Do you think that's directly related? What was oh the it, horses got out? Horses got out, and the the and Professor X dies. <laughs> There's cloning now. <laughs> yeah, that's a true thing. I, I think is that a good or bad thing for us relying more on robots? Uh, the drones and fireworks thing—that's that makes sense to me. That's not a uh, taking away people's jobs.
0: Other, um, do you know uh, any specifics about the new laws, or like they have to be going at certain hours of the day, or something like that? I like,
1: think it's a. Well, uh, I think it's only a specific company so far because you know they're the company that got the technology up to par for the government to approve it. But I mean, right. uh, that's also like a word it's not—it's like a monopoly in a way. Yeah. But I mean, it's like it looks like the back of a eighteen wheeler. There's no front, right? Because there's there's no Oh really? Carriage or anything? I think I think the engineer. I don't know. I th- it might be electric too. But I think oh, like wow. everything is you know just underneath the bed of the
0: it's just wheels and the
1: trailer. It's a box just coming at you. Oh man, isn't that gonna be wild? It's not gonna slow down for the horses. I think it, <laughs> so, I think it's it's the technology of self driving cars is self aware enough to realize when there's something. I I, I like
0: the idea because I think it is proven like um, it's safer than having human drivers. It is, yeah. But I would want it to be like, hey, these can only be on the road at night, like from. Midnight to 8 a.m. or something like that, or or later, like 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. or something like that, so that way the, the lanes and stuff are, are a little clearer,
1: a little bit like less crowded. That makes sense, but also doesn't it need, need like more light to see? I don't know how the cameras on it work, but yeah, I just assume the cameras need more light is better for it to see. That's true. Um,
0: how does those yeah. things work in like heavy traffic?
1: I think it's, it's just like self driving cars have run the algorithms, they know when a like the idea when a car is going to bump into it, so it averts the other way. But or... let's
0: say like it needs to get to the right lane to exit and none of the cars give it way.
1: Oh, then it'll just, it'll, I think it'll just like a regular driver. is it just, just gonna... forces away. Nah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the computers, the AIs have personalities now. When some of them have road rage. Some of them don't. <laughs> so I think cars now figured out how to flip the bird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do the AI cars, do they stop at like diners? exactly you don't have to pay for it like the, the the guys don't have to
1: stop there i think the robot car is transformed into a robotic body like terminator and then it has a coffee and a pie
0: <laughs> okay for john connor exactly i like the idea of automated uh, vehicles yeah my car has like you know a low version of that where like it keeps you in the lane
1: yeah you you You've shown before where it'll stay you in the lane. It's not like it, it, tur- it turns off when it, it you go far enough, right? Like uh, enough mileage or whatever. No. As long as
0: um, you're like touching the wheel and stuff, it'll just stay on. Right. That's but if you mean. don't touch the wheel for like a minute, it'll turn off.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like a like an actual fail safe. Like yeah, know, to it will Yeah, it it
0: beeps and stuff. But like if I'm driving with it on and the lane is like curving, it'll stay in the lane. Really? Yeah. You've tested it out? Yeah.
1: That's kind of crazy. I, I've never been in a self-driving car. No, likely like, the Teslas or whatever, the other electric cars. Mm-hmm. It's like a common thing now. Yeah. I know you're still not, you're technically still not supposed to do it. I think the laws or whatever, just like the law, drive. Like
0: the laws are like any automated car still has to have a person in the driver's seat
1: yeah i can believe that but is it literally like you can just go to work like say a 30 minute drive and let it just go
0: no I like i can't it, Yet every minute or two it tells you to like move the steering wheel to say like i'm still awake and driving and if it doesn't it beeps like really loud
1: yeah i guess that that's good for right now yeah the whole idea is like you can just your uh travel in the morning is just you're just like watching tv that's where you're gonna have your morning coffee it's like you know when you wake up and you just fresh out into the car it's like a the car is a living room now where you're getting ready for the day yeah that's the type of thing it is
0: yeah that's that totally would do that like I would have like a travel coffee maker in my car if oh, I oh yeah oh <laughs>
1: didn't have to drive it if they can fit you know like Mario Kart into a Tesla they can probably put just
0: a coffee maker in there
1: an attachment <laughs>
0: um speaking of like Tesla another Elon Musk related company the boring company oh yeah uh, I like the name because like they're boring into the earth and also they're boring uh but under Vegas, throughout the Strip, I think they've built like tunnels. They've done it already. I know they've done it. Uh, it's like done. Are and people moved. using it? Yeah, they've done um, demos. Uh, like they invited like press to do it, and essentially you go down to this tunnel in your car, and then the car locks into this like train car, like flat train car thing. And then that train car will just propel through the tunnel super fast. Yeah. And then you're on the other end, like miles away in
1: less than a minute. I've totally seen that before. I I think it was a different city I saw. It It was in Vegas. So they already had it going. Yeah. I've seen the demo. I wonder, is that really
0: good? I mean, it's like- it's I, one at a time, right? It's one at a time. And it, it's really just to leave the traffic that's on the regular street. Okay. But Supplement? Yeah. Um. Like if you're not stopping anywhere in that, it's faster to just get into that tunnel. Really? Like if you're not going to stop in the middle of the street somewhere to drop something off or park there. If you want to get to the other end, yeah, use the tunnel. Um. But I think this is more or less a proof of concept because the hyperloop-
1: Yeah, yeah. This is a I, I thing. I really already. want that to happen. What is it? LA to San Francisco? In
0: 45 minutes. That's not where the car like you're seated as like a train like a subway yeah but imagine that that's about 600 miles in less than an hour impressive yeah i
1: wonder if that's really gonna be cheap are they gonna have a lot of like going at the same time it's got to be right like, like yeah. not one at a time unless it's like the ticket at system. least like two ways but
0: like yeah uh, you know a bunch but the idea is like you could live in la and work in silicon valley yeah.
1: wow yeah that's gotta be uh that's got to be good for everybody, right?
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, if, if it's not a lot that it can fit, then it would just be like a little bit more expensive, I would assume, per seat. But if it if I'm like going on vacation or something, yeah, I,
1: that's way easier than a plane. It's like BART. It's like Subway, but you're going what typically would be hours and hours away.
0: Yeah. You could get there faster than like before this podcast is over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you could be <laughs> listening to us right now retroactively on the Hyperloop. Yeah. I could
0: be listening to us. <laughs> So I'm all for the hyperloop. I wish that would be constructed. I think the actual problem with it is just land, buying the land. The land in between has to be, you know, your land.
1: You have to, you know,
0: make contracts with the
1: mole man to right. go around his moloids to get there.
0: <laughs> he wants his cut.
1: Yeah, exactly. Anyways, that's that's our future talk for the the podcast. <laughs> Um. Yeah, do you want to explain how the show works? Of course I do First up, we'll run down the comic book news that came in this week In the middle, we'll talk about a comic book This one is called Wolverine and Gambit Victims At the end, we'll talk about our side stories Where we talk about what we've been watching, reading, entertainment We've taken in this week
0: Alright, let's get into the news We know um, Sony is kind of desperately trying to find, you know, MCU success with their Marvel characters.
1: Yeah, right. They're chasing that that bag, they're they're just trying to make a connecting universe. They know Disney can do it, so why can't they do it? Uh, They can't do it because they make bad (laughs) movies. (laughs) Uh, it, it's like I said, it seems like Sony. I figured it out it's the Sony Spider Man universe. It's just simply Spoo? that. Spoo. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's any better. Sue. Sony Spider Man universe. Oh, Spider Man
0: universe. Yeah.
1: yeah. Sue. Sue. <laughs> I, I hate it. But what I was saying is, yeah, they're like the losing team now. Like even DC is better than them. I don't know what yeah. other connecting universes, but they're just better still. So, like, the boys is growing into something.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I think um, they just. Want to take, I don't know. I seems like a lot of their movies. What, what do we have? Like two Venom movies, Morbius, Morbius, um, and then coming out as Craven. Like, their batting average is like really low, and I just think their style of movie doesn't fit superhero movies. If you think about like Cape and Cowl superhero movies,
1: yeah, they're warping the characters they have to be protagonists in their eyes, which are
0: heroes, yeah, right. And they're all villains. They don't have the hero. They're all villains. Yeah. Um, So one of the movies that they're making that right off the bat, I was like, why are they making this? Is that Madame Webb Web movie? Right. And they have a cast already. It's really filling out. Uh, first one was Dakota Johnson. I think we we said like she's playing Madame Webb. Yeah, probably. That was weird. And then um, star of Euphoria, Sidney Sweeney's joining the cast. And then this week they announced that Emma Roberts is also part of the cast now. Okay. so Some like kind of uh, some stars a bit. I yeah. Got some it's like fame. a trio of actresses. And I think besides Dakota Johnson, we don't know who the others are playing. I don't, who, <laughs> okay, we have our Spider-Man villains. Who are the Madam Web villains or side characters? Who's or, Madam Web? <laughs> who the heck is that? Is she even a person? Madam Web, I think what they want to do is make her their Doctor Strange. Okay. So like the, the key to the multiverse. The like gateway to their Spider-Verse.
1: Right, right. Uh, she's almost like, what's the word? A nexus point. Okay? Right, yeah. Just to connect, pull in the different universes because I, that's a hot new thing nowadays. Everyone's making the multiverse.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I like the Spider Verse, obviously, from what we've seen in the animated movie. Right. That's probably their biggest hit by far, as far as superhero movies. I'm way more excited for those movies coming up. Yeah. Um. But besides that, like, I don't. I don't know if this is gonna really be a Spider
1: Verse movie. Like, what it what? Is it just a breakout thing so that we can excuse to have a multiverse and then we can get into other Spider-Man things? That somewhat makes sense, but they're jumping the gun the same way DC did.
0: Do you think this is their movie to try to connect all the movies they've already made?
1: Maybe to connect them. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the villains together. Yeah. They could have been from their own universes and their own universe could have their own Spider-Man possibly.
0: So who do you think like sweetie and emma roberts are playing then
1: i mean i have no idea i could one of them be a spider gwen possibly maybe if it's from talking about other dimensions i could see uh emma roberts being a spider gwen i don't i don't know if she's like one of these young actresses who are as loved as other ones she's kind of just semi like she's an american horror story yeah uh, show she's, she's not she's good at running like hotels for dogs right i've seen that <laughs> <laughs> i've seen her nickelodeon show back in the day uh she's She's not like an Emma Stone or, you know, like... No. Basically, all the other Emmas are better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. I don't know. Like, at first, I thought, like, maybe they're playing, um, like, a Black Cat okay. and Silver Sable. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's... I'm just connecting the dots of, like female characters from spider-man i have no reason to other than their actresses right of like a certain age
1: i guess they don't have to be spider gwen why well, they could just be gwen stacy
0: yeah i guess um you think they're building like uh an all women kind of superhero team like what we saw maybe at the brief scene in avengers endgame yeah they're like we need to tap into that audience and let's get all the female spider characters like maybe we have like they cast silk later on and Oh right, and then put her in there with like Spider Gwen, and then maybe like a black cat.
1: With it being a multiverse, they can play around with the timeline a bit. We can get Spider Girl, Spider Man's sure. daughter, yeah, possibly, um, just to break out into different things. Just take yeah. use up all the characters they
0: have. I remember, they have to <laughs> there's like all these rumors about. I think they had gotten hired writers to write scripts for just a bunch of characters, just to see. I remember that. Who? What can they make? And they're pulling like obscure characters. Like there's a rumor of like an aunt may movie <laughs> and then one of them was um a character named jackpot yeah. yeah so like maybe one of these let me they're like merging a lot of these scripts and just forming like a female spider-man less spider team
1: i guess it's they're just looking at what market is there it could be like i know there's like that marvel rising animated show it's just an all, all right. female yeah. thing so connections to that somehow. Uh-huh. Uh, I was thinking, could they all be, could they be using the Spider-Gwen's of a different universe making it like a multiverse Just a bunch thing? of Spider-Gwen's? That's it. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I don't, but Madam Web, really, are we getting that
0: for sure for true so there's another rumor that Madam Web is just like a title to cover the secret title of what really this movie is about so there's some like
1: illusions from people that have like uh, industry connections and yeah. uh, connections to the production or whatever of the, this upcoming movie that it's just a, all just a secret name for I I could see that too just because everyone's like why why Madam Web
0: yeah it seems strange for that character to have a movie like where they're the star for one Madam Webb, doesn't even move around <laughs> But if it's like She's forming a team Maybe she's the George Clooney Of this Oceans team Oh okay yeah. All right. I could kind of see that Maybe they're doing like A Spider-Man heist Like interdimensional Spider-Man team Of female characters That have to go together to defeat i don't know if there's another is there a female villain spider-man villain i don't know i've i'm not entirely sure okay so
1: here's an idea right if it is a madam web thing yeah the whole remnants of no way home was kind of like it was fracturing their universe because they were all going to their universe right, right and yeah. they had to forget about peter parker right Maybe that like fracture broke into other universes, and now Madame Webb sees this, and she's the one that's like, "Okay, we have to go fix this."
0: That could be interesting, yeah.
1: Right, and yeah. it's all remnants of like an MCU thing now, finally affecting a Sony thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Trail into there somehow, and we never get the Tom Holland Spider Man. Like I always thought Tom Holland was gonna break into Sony, but that was movies and movies ago. I thought he was gonna be like some type of shared connection. Never yeah. happened. Because the it's deal, still
0: not. the deal is. Disney, MCU, they make... These Spider, Tom Holland Spider movies, they like write them, pr- produce them, and make them. Yeah. But Sony pays for them, and then Sony gets the revenue from it. I, I think that's the deal. And Sony and then Disney gets like a small percentage, I think.
1: And they get to use the character, though. And they get to use which the character. a big deal. Yeah.
0: That's the real reason they're doing it. But do you think the next Tom Holland Spider Man is just going to be like Sony everything because he is like removed and forgotten by the MCU characters already? I don't Would know. Would you want to see that? A Tom Holland. Blue suit, fully Sony production. I'm good. <laughs> you know what? We
1: I mentioned this before. We could have him in both and make him a Ben Riley in the Sony universe.
0: Uh, would you want that though? I don't know. <laughs> I would say like yes, but he'd have to wear a different costume so I know right. the difference. Exactly. He has to wear that sweater vest,
1: like that sweater cut off hoodie. It's uh, a <laughs> It's like a makeshift Spider-Man costume, right? Yeah. he never got it from Tony Stark? He never had the connection. It's this random clone. Oh my gosh! So they're
0: real. We're really doing clone saga.
1: What else does Sony have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can see that happening, but honestly, I think Tom Holland might be too big of a star for for to get. He said just... he wanted to take a break. Oh, he also worked on with uh, them on like uh, Uncharted, right? Yeah. So there's connections.
0: You know, I was thinking Uncharted. Um, originally, Mark Wahlberg was going to play Nathan Drake. True. And then it took so long that he played like the older character, right? Grang already. Yeah. yeah. But I was thinking, um, I really like the movie Onward, the Disney animated movie, Onward. And that's uh, Tom Holland? That starred Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. I was like, I want to see those two duo in live action, like more than they're seen in Infinity War. like. I thought their chemistry in Infinity Wars are like pretty good. So like a whole movie with them. Like what if Chris Pratt played Sully? I could see that. Instead Maybe, of Mark Wahlberg.
1: Because Sully is already supposed to be this kind of adventurer in the past, almost yeah. like a Nathan Drake. Done it, been there. And Chris Pratt is literally this guy that takes any kind of job that's like the adventurer like hero yeah. nowadays. Um which you know, get the bag right. Yeah. But I could I could that, that dynamic could be kind of interesting. They might I, I, I like Chris Pratt, I don't know if we could do the um the chiseled guy because i think that's what sully is he's kind of like over it
0: sure yeah he's maybe he's not like, old
1: enough for yeah, that i think he's not
0: yeah right i do want to see them team up in some kind of movie though like i think chris pratt gets a bad rap but um i think he's pretty good in almost everything
1: yeah totally after that like thing about him his church or whatever
0: yeah his, i think he said like i don't go to hillsong yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't hang out with bieber <laughs> But um, whether or not this Madame Web movie is real, I think um, they're trying to establish their own superhero team. And maybe that's something that Sony doesn't have, that Marvel does have. Mm-hmm. So an all-female all-fem- superhero cast superhero team, I, I-, I don't want to see it. Yeah, I mean, there's always room for that, right? Yeah. I'm
1: curious, with these actresses we've had so far, there's no- nothing completely obvious there of what they could be playing. That Silver Sable and Black Hat thing, like that was a movie that they kind of trashed before. So maybe,
0: yeah. maybe they could be reviving that in I this. Think, I think that is what, happen, is, what ha, is what is happening. Yeah. All those scripts, maybe they're just merging it all to make a team up thing.
1: Throwing whatever at the wall, see yeah. what sticks.
0: Maybe one of them is playing a young Aunt May. Okay.
1: possibly. <laughs> well, we're finally getting an Aunt May movie. Yeah.
0: It's what people have been clamoring for. This
1: is the Sinister Six. <laughs>
0: Uh you want to keep talking about Spider-Man rumors? Let's do it. Uh there's this website called Giant Freaking Robot. Mm-hmm. They do like a bunch of like pop culture news articles. And they have what they're calling a trusted and proven source
1: exclusive,
0: not named, but they're saying that um Andrew Garfield has signed up for more Marvel movies,
1: specifically like the MCU, the MCU ones. Wow. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off this article it mentions him making a cat- Cameo uh, uh, playing a part in No Way Home. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah, we saw him in No Way Home. Yeah. So, we know he's down for it. Yeah, to work for for the MC, play the Spider-Man again. Yeah, his Spider-Man, I feel, didn't get closure. True.
1: Yeah. Maybe he needs closure. He was uh, for a long time, like he said in the character. He's kind of just been on his own, being Spider Man, not being Peter Parker. Yeah. In a way.
0: What you said about having Tom Holland and like have maybe Sony having their own version of Tom Holland. I'd rather they just have Andrew Garfield as their Spider Man. Yeah. And um, continue it
1: that way. Do you want it to be called Amazing Spider Man again?
0: I would. Uh, yeah. Why not? That I way, so. there's a real definition, like Amazing Spider Man Three versus Venom Three. Like make that happen
1: Yeah, yeah I was thinking maybe we could branch out to Spectacular Spider-Man Just to use a different title But that could totally be a different Totally different actor at one point
0: I like the idea of naming Because I think um, Tom Holland signed up for another three movies And it's supposed to be pretty different than the Homecoming style movies Really? Yeah Because like end of Home uh, End of um, No Way Home No Way Home He's a pretty different status quo Right And what's the name? John Watts is out of directing. So the next one, I wouldn't mind if they call that Spectacular Spider-Man. It's still a continuation of the No Way Home Spider-Man, but he's very different as far as like, no more Aunt May, no one remembers him, he's struggling financially, and he's more alone than ever. Right, right. Figuring
1: out, picking himself up the bootstraps and this whole different, like you said, status quo, different environments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like for that to happen, and I'd like for Andrew Garfield to continue in the Sony world but I don't know it sounds like he signed up for the, the Disney side of it
1: what does that mean now like um, well I, I said it last week I think we're getting secret wars I it, think it's almost for sure I think sooner than later actually I think it's like like in the next two years I think it's just maybe not that close but it's not like the end of phase five I think it's like maybe the start or the end of phase four mm, okay. whatever the fate however long a phase is nowadays I never know I remember back in the day just when we had before we had super teams it's uh-huh. just a phase <laughs> but uh however this shakes out i think he's gonna possibly make an appearance in secret wars that makes sense we need alternate versions of our characters
0: yeah and I, we were talking about it last episode I think like Secret Wars had um, new versions kind of fighting the classic versions and you could have like Sam Wilson Captain America fighting maybe Chris Evans comes back and you have two Thors now and Jane Foster and Chris maybe they're facing off for some reason we don't know the cause of Secret Wars but we have like the characters for it yeah and now we could have Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield and maybe big part of Secret Wars the original is Spider-Man finds the symbiote and gets the black suit for the first time maybe Andrew Garfield gets that instead of Tom Holland yeah maybe Andrew Garfield in Amazing Spider-Man 3 faces off with Venom gets a piece of the symbiote becomes black suit Spider-Man gets sucked into Secret Wars faces off with Tom Holland wow okay <sighs> that was a long one
1: <laughs> honestly it doesn't sound too far off like it totally could happen all of this going on yeah Uh yeah I mean I guess maybe the alternate versions of them that those alternate versions don't have to come from the same universe sure they can yeah. it, it Whatever that freaking uh, Doctor Strange logic was where you get alternate versions of yourself and get like pulled into this one. Yeah. It could, it could be coming, branching out from different universes. What, it, like what did you Beach. call
0: it? Incursions? In
1: so, yeah. So it's a uh, incursion. Yeah. Okay. Leah's word. Yeah. Incursion, convergence, decoherence. There's so <laughs> many words for it that different universes use.
0: But uh, that was a big part of Secret Wars. The reason why it happened was The lead up was all these universes were colliding and destroying each other. And to prevent that, one universe would just destroy the other universe first. That's what Mr. Fantastic was kind of like doing. Until there was like two that remained and they collided into creating Battle World. Yeah. Straight up uh, the Ultimate Universe and the
1: main 616.
0: Yeah. So I think it'll be that plus elements of the original Secret Wars comic, which has nothing to do with interdimensional stuff but still a lot of cool things happened
1: yeah the whole idea is heroes fighting heroes yeah and if you think about it like Secret Wars is heroes fighting other heroes of a different universe like it's kind of weird to see you um, you know, heroes fighting each other, but it makes sense when you're literally fighting for your whole world. Yeah, right? you have to like you kind of have to fight.
0: If it's like my entire universe versus your entire, I'm not gonna like let you just take over. Just because you look like me. Yeah. And you're my twin. And someone has to be like at the end of the movie, like, I've solved it, we can all live together. Yeah. And or after after half of us already died. And it's it's Doctor
1: Doom. Yeah. <laughs> he
0: figures it out. Uh, Dr. Doom Do you think he's deserving Of his own movie Uh, His own movie Yeah He's a villain He's a villain But like we've had Villains like are getting movies nowadays Joker All the Sony ones, Like the Venom and Morbius um, you could say Thanos was the star of Infinity War. Sure, true. Do you think Doctor Doom is that level that could merit his own story, his own movie?
1: Now you th- I think about it, he does. He does have a rich backstory of like a childhood growing up to this kind of sadistic, jealous character. Yeah. He's got a cool look. And yeah. And it's just a world trotting kind of guy.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think he does have deep backstory that, you know, some people just see Doctor Doom, but they don't know like his real origins and stuff like that. Yeah. What he's all about. About. Um, but there's rumors now that Marvel does want to make a Doctor Doom movie, and maybe it's already in motion.
1: Really? Uh, well, who the heck could they get to play Doctor Doom? Who who can just behind be behind a mask the whole time, right? <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know who's behind the mask, but there's leaks. This week that could, for some reason, (laughs) draw Howard Stern into the mix. Howard Stern, the the shock-jock radio guy. Yeah. Um, Do you ever listen or watch Howard Stern?
1: I've actually watched like random clips of his on YouTube, but this is the modern-day Howard Stern, not his classic stuff where he first blew up. Right. Have you seen his movie about his life? No, Private Parts. Yeah. I heard it's pretty
0: good. It's kind of of
1: good. Yeah. Is it it like a memoir? Like a.
0: Yeah, like it's you know fairly accurate to what happens, but. maybe exaggerated it's like eight mile yeah Okay, I gotcha. And it's surprising because just like Eight Mile, the acting is really good from the person who's like its life is about. Even Howard Stern is what you're saying. I think Howard Stern was like pretty good in it. Yeah, he's not an actor, but he was pretty good in that movie.
1: I mean, he's he's got a lot of personality. He's got to portray that on the radio, but he can yeah. even act out. Ah, that's impressive. I guess I've never seen him in anything else.
0: I think you should watch Private Parts. Really? I remember watching it when I was a kid and thinking like I shouldn't be watching this, but I'm <laughs> watching it. Was it uh funny drama? It was funny and and like kind of sad at some parts. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean I remember I know he's got a story of like he kinda of feels a little bit ashamed of what he had to do to get to where he is. Like he was like just all about the radio show and getting big yeah. and kinda of being the first one to be big uh-huh. and kind of being a shock jockey.
0: And just like there's scenes where like he struggles keeping up that character but also dealing with like his family life and his wife has to go through a lot to you know bear with that yeah that struggle in latveria yeah uh <laughs> my favorite scene in the movie is when he goes all the way up to 2022 what and there's a leak of him talking about a Doctor Doom movie. Yeah, so there's like a hot mic moment. Yeah, so the hot mic is like the mic is on and they the people talking don't know that it's on.
1: Okay, right. And it's this, a radio show.
0: This happened during his radio show, I think, like last week, where he was playing ads, like the commercials were playing. But the mics were still on and you could hear them talking casually, not knowing that people could still hear them.
1: So the the whole message was like, Oh, he's had a meeting with Kevin Feige and presumably he's playing Doctor Doom? No, I don't think he's playing Doctor Doom. Oh, he's just in a, Dr. He's Doom just in a
0: Doctor Doom. He's doing he's uh, saying like, I have so much work lined up, I don't know how I'm gonna get through it. I have to do this show this and, and I still have to do that Dr. Doom project with Marvel oh okay he's okay. not playing Dr. Doom I was like what that makes no
1: sense <laughs> that would be the biggest shock of his career yeah I was like what <laughs> but <laughs> like like I could, I thought it was maybe like a Darth Vader thing where like he's not the guy in the mask but oh, he's doing the voice no. <laughs> Like, that doesn't sound imposing at all. Um, but
0: for him to be in a Doctor Doom project, like, I could see, like, he could just be playing a radio personality in a movie,
1: okay? Sure. Uh, maybe, yeah, full on character. He said he's a good actor, right? Like, he's not
0: bad for he's good at playing a person on the radio. Oh, okay, he <laughs> could do that again, I guess. Uh, but are you surprised that there is. A Dr. Doom project in the works like if this is all true mm-hmm. then this is the first we're hearing of it I think
1: yeah I guess so and, and maybe they saw the success of Joker and they're like what characters do we have that we haven't used yet and make a villain straight up the main character and tell a whole origin story with yeah it. it makes sense I like that
0: and his origin is pretty cool being like a ruler of a nation
1: yeah seeing to really how much he erupts to something and you don't have to do that you don't have to have like two origin stories in a Fantastic Four movie which I think bogs them. Both of those
0: yeah. movies. I can totally see maybe this is a series on Disney Plus, and oh, then yeah? Fantastic Four comes out as a movie. And we already know about Dr. Doom by then. Right, right.
1: Because that's what they're doing. That's what they're using Disney Plus for. Yeah. It's to explain stuff to us, like, who will watch every single thing. Right. And care about the continuity. Yeah, all right. I could see that. I think it could be, like, straight up, like, from kid to, like, grown-up thing where we see his whole journey. Exactly. I think that's the way to do it, actually.
0: Do you think this is true? Or do you think he misunderstood something or quoted something wrong? Or, like, is it? Do you think this is happening, a Dr. Doom thing from Marvel?
1: I, I think possibly. possibly again they're just meaning so it could have just been a meaning to talk about i don't know if it's for sure maybe he's just guessing himself up saying he's got the part well in the
0: in the moment that the hot mic moment yeah it sounds like he already has like scheduled time to do this That's true and he's saying like i'm so busy so that means it's already like locked in that means and he's talking about like this summer wow so that means like they're already in kind of development for this and there's no other word about this yet like I think um, back in the day before Disney bought Fox, there was rumors of a Doctor Doom movie, but I think that only got as far as like writing a script. Right. Okay. An actual casting or- No, not anywhere close to that. So now like maybe that has picked up again, but it's weird that this is the first we're hearing of it. Yeah. I'm wondering if they,
1: uh, when they like bought Fox, they took up all their ideas and just like, oh, maybe we'll actually do this. It could be, yeah. Uh, that might be the case. I, I, I'm wondering if it's maybe a smaller thing that we're just maybe it's blown up. Maybe it's just like an animated special or episode of a what if or something. Or if they're doing a season oh, two, yeah, that could be it. Um, possibly. I, I think that's a pretty big deal if they are doing it. I There's so much th- stuff on the board right now.
0: I also thought like he could be just totally mistaken. Yeah, and maybe they're making like um. Do you know the rapper? MF Doom? MF Doom. Maybe he's like, oh, I got it. They're making a movie about him and I'm in that movie. <laughs>
1: uh, actually, actually, that makes more sense. Yeah. Like a music and radio thing. Yeah, i was just like, maybe that's what he meant. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like him. Like he's literally like the same thing.
0: Well, yeah, he's the using mask. the mask. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: He's named after him. So maybe that's why he's like confused. Uh, I don't know. I, I no just idea.
0: would be more believing that Howard Stern got confused about a Doctor Doom project than, than there actually is a Doctor Doom project.
1: Yeah. I think he's actually A comic book fan Did you know that I think he's like More really? maybe more To like DC stuff So he could totally Be confused about that Yeah I don't know These again are just like Well it's not necessarily Rumor It's like a hot mic Like accident moment Totally like leaked Unintentional Yeah Literally like the ads Were playing on top of this Where you can hear the ad For the commercials yeah.
0: But the way he's talking About it It's like in stone Like I have to do this uh, it's happening I've it's already like pretty much ready
1: I'm curious what the ramifications of this are like was it a is this like announcement gonna break the whole project now it's never gonna happen
0: I don't know if they're already like this far I don't think they would do that do you think it could be something like a working title possibly maybe again
1: maybe like they told him something wrong like if he's just like this radio person character that shows up every once in a while yeah maybe it's like a, a totally different project, totally different property Marvel's making Hmm. He just thinks it's a Doctor Doom thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe it is just a Fantastic Four movie because that's for sure happening eventually. Yeah, true. Maybe he's just in a scene with Doctor Doom, so he's calling it the Doctor Doom. Maybe thing. he's Mister Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a stretch.
1: <laughs> okay, Doctor Doom. I mean, it sounds like it'd be a good movie, though.
0: It's all, all of this lines up like a lot of the stuff we've been talking about lines up. Like Doctor Doom is a huge part of Secret Wars, so. Before we have Secret Wars, I think we have to have Doctor Doom. True,
1: yeah. He even mentions in the little thing that he talked to Robert Downey Jr. about it. Oh, right. Which is like, yeah, I guess they he's had been on a show before, obviously. Yeah, I so. think they know each other well. Possibly good friends. So, I, I mean, if it's to that point where you're making calls or whatever, like, should I do it? Should I not? I mean, that's a big deal.
0: Yeah. I... I- I wonder if next week we're gonna be like oh yeah they're making it like they're just gonna admit it now
1: yeah maybe they have to at this point Mm -hmm. I'm I'm wondering if it would spill too much uh, evidence of the other movies around Doctor Doom and they Mm -hmm. don't want to reveal those yet do you think he premieres in a upcoming movie first end credit scene type thing yeah and maybe
0: that's why they haven't announced it
1: yeah Thor love and thought is not that far away
0: or Black Panther 2 right I think Namor is a big part of Black Panther 2 true another leader of a nation and then and he throw, throw in a third there, Doctor
1: F- Doom. Fantastic Four kind of related thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Black Panther 2, Wakanda is a whole nation that they introduced. Right. Now we're branching out to these little countries now that are just yeah. like making a big impact in the Marvel Universe. Three
0: Kings. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Stepping away from Marvel now. Last thing I want to talk about is a comic book that I really enjoyed. And I've been waiting for this for a long time. The adaptation of Paper Girls on Amazon. They released a trailer for it. which is More like a little quick teaser for it. Pretty short. Uh, kind of a clip. Yeah. It doesn't show too much of the outrageousness that happens in the comic book yet. But they are very heavy handed on the time travel aspect of it.
1: Yeah. We get a sense of um, they're from the 80s. It's 80s thing Uh, it's the thing you can most compare to is stranger things right it's very like one-to-one almost like stranger things if they're all girls right i think the thing though is um stranger things was more funny i think this is kind of going to be pretty serious i think could be there was no real joke in this whole trailer
0: a little bit but it was more of like a shock kind of thing
1: Right. Uh, the big reveal in this trailer was like the main character sees herself grown up, like yeah. maybe, like maybe th- three decades older. Or they something. go
0: from, I think it's like 1988 where they're from. Okay. They end up in 2019. The far off future of 2019. Yeah. Oh man. And boy, are, are they getting ready for the next year? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but the young actress, Asian actress yeah. meets up with her older self. Is that Ali Wong? It is. Yeah. And she's like, what the hell's going on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like a back to the futures type thing or yeah like, you know you're not supposed to meet yourself or oh, whatever right. yeah
0: it's just like what are you doing in my house like
1: this is my house yeah yeah well i mean i mean if that spells like what are the craziness it's it could be some some fun there right yeah the you see what you grew up to be
0: you don't see all the other stuff that is what i want to see that's in the book but um we do see like the skies like pink oh really which is like kind of like how the colors of the comic book are
1: yeah it's definitely heavy in that like neon look of everything yeah. right that, we're not going dungeons and dragons 80s metal stuff it's more like no. a neon right uh, like type of like vaporwave type stuff from right. the 80s which
0: is kind of cool because like the styles like that but the girls are definitely like the tomboyish kind of girls in it
1: yeah they're kind of like serious they're um kind of i think they're like the mean kind of right characters i guess like they're mean to each other in a way
0: like in full House. Uh, Stephanie had a friend that would like smoke in the girls' bathroom. Like, this is them. Right.
1: That's that's (laughs) Paper Girls, like, they're paper boys, right? Like, they they, they're the ones that deliver newspapers, right? So, they're they have jobs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Time travel. Uh, I I kind of I'm curious how well they're going to adapt, like, the, the time travel aspect of everything, how they. I got confused at a certain point cuz they are traveling seeing themselves in different times at mm-hmm. different periods and I, I got confused at certain but like they kind of like broke off, like who's who who well, what
0: yeah I'm hoping the show does it well but I, I'm way more interested I don't want to ruin it if you don't know about Paper Girls but like time travel is like the least crazy thing that happens in it
1: yeah there's some other crazy stuff happens too on top of that and plus some uh, like ninjas and their aliens yeah I hope wherever. they pull it
0: off well um, the show comes out on Amazon July 29th so later this month I, uh, I'm i looking forward to it it kind of surprised me I didn't expect
1: it to come out of nowhere for me like I oh really? it wasn't on my radar until we got that last teaser really
0: oh, I've been waiting for this since oh, yeah. they announced they were making it yeah
1: it's one of those comics I never latched onto but I will I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna read more I'm just gonna let watch the show as yeah. it is
0: there's only like 30 issues in the run so like not super long mm-hmm. but like yeah I'm excited for it cool. this is a that was Brian K. Vaughn's book that's right and uh, Cliff Chang yeah I'm hoping this is like Hollywood realizing Brian K. Vaughn we should make more of his stuff yeah make a saga thing yeah <laughs> Maybe this is just a stepping stone. That's what I'm hoping for. Amazon, do it. Saga so could be like your Game of Thrones. Yeah, true. Yeah. But do it right. Do it right. <laughs> All right, that's it for the news. Guys, if you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy podcast. We are on Mondays and Wednesdays right now. Mondays, we're doing the recap for Miss Marvel. And as soon as that's done, we'll be doing another show. So you won't want to miss it. Just hit subscribe in your podcast app.
1: Let us know what was your favorite piece of comic book news this week on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Chat with us over there. Comment on all our posts, anything like that. We appreciate it. Appreciate ya. Let's time travel
0: to the 90s and talk about X-Men with Wolverine and Gambit Victims. If you were to ask any comic book reader in the 90s the heyday of x-men they're like the pinnacle right now right oh yeah um who are the two coolest x-men members who do you think they would say mm, uh, morph okay <laughs> Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> okay Iceman's pretty cool i don't know um wolverine and gambit are, have always been like the top two favorites i think oh yeah yeah for sure if you ask middle school chris like which one is favorite it might be gambit if you had a pick between the two which one Oh, <sighs> Gambit Gambit Oh wow It's okay. cooler And um, I'm not saying Wolverine's not cool But he has become The LeBron James Of <laughs> Marvel The main character Yeah it's like Every Like if you need If you're promoting Marvel And then you put a character On the little like, little promo thing It's It's Well lately It's gonna be an adventure Yeah But back then It was like It's Spider-Man or Wolverine Really? They were the The two that was like That's all copies They were the Batman Of the Yeah like if there was Like a cutout display somewhere, Oh really? I, I, Like a a Walmart or something? You would put Spider-Man and Wolverine on it, probably. Re-
1: wow. Okay. Yeah. I said I guess it makes sense, and you'd say Wolverine over Cyclops. That's like your favorite character, right?
0: Well, I, I would say Cyclops is my favorite character because he gets a bad rap, but oh, but he's not the coolest. You're saying cool. coolest is uh, the real mon me Gambit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're doing a book today. It's a four issue limited series, Wolverine and Gambit Victims. Mm -hmm. It's four issues came out in 1995, of course, by Marvel. And, uh, really I want to do this book in honor of the late, great Tim Sale, Mm -hmm. who recently just passed away last June, like less than a month ago.
1: Right, right. A good way to honor him, right?
0: Yeah. Um, it's also written by Jeff Loeb. Uh, these guys have teamed up together for a bunch of like classic comic book stories. Like everyone knows um, talking about like Batman Long Halloween Batman Dark Victory um, there was the uh, Spider-Man Blue Daredevil Yellow they do a lot of like these color things
1: yeah they did uh, Superman For All Seasons which yeah. is like their Superman Long Halloween
0: yeah and um, four years after this book came out in 1999 Sale won the Eisner Award for Best Artist pencil and Inker mm-hmm. in, in the Eisner Awards wonderful okay yeah but uh, unfortunately like I said he passed away last mm-hmm. month um, he was living in Seattle I kind of since we like visited seattle i've kind of had like a fondness for that city just because you visited it once yeah so it's like whenever people talk about seattle i just like i want to go back Really already? Yeah. Wow. Maybe not this right now, but like I definitely like that town, and like I want to visit again.
1: Yeah, I uh, I asked some people some advice that people that live there, mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, even though I've lived there before, I still want to visit all the time.
0: Yeah, and like it's one of those cities. And I think of the weather, like, yeah, it is more cloudy and rainy, but it it is kind of like refreshing almost. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. I gotta
1: I planned ahead, but maybe I could have planned a bit better, more even more barrier to the oh really to the climate. I don't mind the rain.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, it's at some point. Um, So, yeah, this book is... At first, I thought it was like in the mainline X-Men comic books, but I think it might be its own kind of like limited series. Okay. Because it it was also republished as a hardcover in 2009. Okay, not too long ago. And then a trade paperback in 2013. Really? Okay. Yeah. I never heard of this one before. Um, I think it's kind of overshadowed by Loeb and Sale's better work, probably with the Batman ones. Believable, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're a heavy influence in almost everything Batman posts those stories, like the cartoons, the the movies, like um, you know, elements from Long Halloween were taken for Dark Knight and Matt Reeves' The Batman. Like,
1: yeah, pretty like close. Like you could yeah. see definitely the influences in the latest The Batman movie.
0: Yeah, so he's very influential in almost everything comic books. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like those movies this one or just like those stories comic book stories this story Wolverine Gambit is like a mystery mystery yeah, yeah. who done it what's going on kind of book. And it starts off with uh, Gambit, right? He has taken a break from the X Men. Oh, so he has gone on like a little vacation, and he's gonna go visit kind of like a old flame of his. Oh, really? Because Gambit, he's a ladies' man. Yeah, uh, Mister R- uh, Rambo. Yeah, his name? Remy. Remy. Oh, uh, Remy Lambo. Yeah, he is not. Uh, he is not shy around the ladies. No shy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he goes to London, right? London. Merry Old London. Uh Talk about like a kind of rainy area. Yeah. Like the the cobbled streets of London. You know the feel, right? Yeah, foggy. Foggy. It, the setting right now is like middle of the night. And the narrator is talking about one of the worst times in London when Jack the Ripper was out. Okay. And do you know the story of Jack the Ripper?
1: Uh, I believe, yes. Like it's basically like the first serial killer, right?
0: Yeah. It was killing like prostitutes of London. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, like he's making newspaper headlines about this person um killed like six people in a short amount of time and like after that kind of just stopped and they never found him
0: never caught yeah mm. they made a movie from hell about this it was a comic book yeah and then they made a movie about that comic book yeah i think it was johnny depp oh really yeah was the main character or was straight up I think jack the ripper johnny depp because I saw it in theater But I wasn't paying attention Yeah um, I think he was like The investigator or something I don't remember Because You know how they like they Never never caught him right Yeah But in the story They allude that he was a, Like a surgeon Like a doctor
1: Oh That may. Yeah Yeah I remember the cover right now We could see like the Like a surgeon's
0: knife Yeah Because I think silhouette. what they're saying Is the Killings Was almost like Precision knife work Really Yeah Wicked Yeah And it seems like These killings are Repeating now In nineteen. 19- yeah. <laughs> Modern day 1995 Modern day London London Because women Are being killed Like almost like nightly And they're being like You know like Stabbed to death Yeah like sharp Sharp blades
1: Being cut into Um, They're found On the ground bloody And we see An instance of this By this one Lady A beautiful lady But she's tragically killed As the cops surround her Um, We do see There's a silhouette Of a notable X-Men
0: character A one Wolverine Okay And then we cut to Gambit, right? And Gambit's origin, I've always wanted to buy his first appearance comic book.
1: Yeah. You've talked about
0: this. Yeah. But it is expensive. It's going up in price. So maybe I'll have to steal it. Oh. Because Gambit is a thief. I think he, the word is a thief. <laughs> and he's stealing something, right? It's hard to break this habit, and, but he's caught by his current love in life, Rogue. Yeah. And she's stopping him, and Gambit's like, You know, I'm always gonna be a thief, you can't stop me. So she, like, literally like, flies towards him. Uh, remember, Rogue has like uh, Miss Marvel powers, right? Flying powers, too. Flying super strong. And she flies him and pretty much throws him out of a skyscraper window.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're going into free fall now. And uh, Gambit's just like sc- kind of like, scared right now, but they're yeah. falling, free falling.
0: But what he does is he kind of like turns in midair and makes it so that she lands. Uh, on the ground and he knows to do this because he also knows this is not the real rogue oh it's, she's not in danger and also this is not the real world oh because this is the danger room oh
1: <laughs> so that was just a hologram that uh he was uh, just talking to yeah this is the
0: metaverse oh it's yeah, the future <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Gambit is like, I need to get out of here, right? So he hops on a plane. And the thing about this era of X-Men and, and just America and the world in general yeah, is they're really trying to get rid of smoking. Oh, right. Tobacco smoking. Yeah. Prior yeah. to this, like you could smoke in bars, restaurants had smoking sections. And you could smoke on like airplanes, right? Yeah. But now they're really like, government is really like hitting hard, no smoking. So this whole sequence of him on the plane. Is like, uh I really want to smoke. And the steward is like, I'm sorry, there's like a non smoking flight. And it's like getting to him the whole time.
1: Right. If you're like an addicted smoker, it's it's gnawing at you that you want to smoke right now, so he's just fidgety. Um but he's also talking about why he's
0: going to London. Right. And he wants to um catch up with this woman that he knew in the past, but when he gets there, I guess he realized that this woman has been murdered. Yes. She's like the latest victim of this new serial killer. And he goes breaks into um, the police station and he's looking through the files of these murders, right? And there's five victims so far. And what gets him pissed off the most is um, the ladies are not treated like humans in the files. Mm-hmm. It's just like file number one, file number two. They're just like numbers to them.
1: Yeah, no names in the files at all. It ticks him off. When I don't know he's caught by one of the detectives in the office.
0: Yeah. I think this is uh Andrews. Like he's like the head detective or Lieutenant or something. Okay.
1: I think it looks like a white Billy D. Williams.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I guess that's true. Look at it. Look at his, the way he's drawn. I think Tim sales like literally
0: draws him like that. So Billy D. was of course big because of like uh star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. But he was also in the, the Batman movie. Was he? Yeah. He plays Harvey Dent. Does he? Yeah. Does he turn into two face? No. In the in the movie, but in the continuing comic books. What? He does. Never knew this. Yeah. I so. need to watch the movie again. You need to watch the movie? Maybe we should read the comic books for the show. All the right. Time. The continuation comic the continuation book? comic Yeah, right, like, okay. It's drawn like Keaton's Batman and Billy D turns into
1: Two-Face in it. We never dug into that, these like- Continuations of yeah. shows or movies into comics There's a lot of them Buffy has that Firefly Smallville Smallville
0: Yeah yeah. Curious They're good So uh, Remy Gambit <laughs> The Remy the rat <laughs> So Renatouille uh, Pretty much like He says like uh, I've made arrangements for a ride I think he stole a motorcycle That's Totally he And he drives off um, Out to the countryside to talk to the parents of the victim, right?
1: Yes. And um, he says like, oh, I was a friend, right? Yeah. They
0: immediately think like, oh, he's French, but no, he's Cajun. No, I'm Cajun. Cajun. More <laughs> me. That's the hardest reason for Gambit to be casted because you have to have like that Cajun accent. And I don't know which actor can pull that off. You
1: have to almost like just be from there. Yeah. Like have the accent.
0: You're right. Yeah. You have to be from True Blood.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think all those guys are English. Oh. <laughs> Right. Uh but he's saying like it's okay. <laughs> He's a uh, Remy saying yes. I uh, I knew your your daughter, and I'm just here to kind of pay respect, say yeah. hello, right?
0: I think her name was Alexander Davies. Yes, and the, again, it's kind of like an old flame, right? right
1: that that yeah. burned out in the past.
0: Um, so now he's like getting ready. He's in the streets of London again, and he sees like a woman out in the street alone in the dark. So he's almost like watching her, making sure that she's okay because she's like perfect victim for this new killer.
1: It's pretty obvious, like he notices this when. And out of nowhere, he's caught. And it looks like
0: he's the killer, right? He's like watching this woman yeah. out in the street. It's that Andrew's detective guy. Yeah, He's like, I got you. You're the guy that broke into my office last night. And now like you're following this woman. Pretty dang obvious that you look suspicious right now.
1: And immediately Andrew's like, Throws a punch straight into Gammon's face and gets a good one in.
0: Yeah. So he's like, all right, that's going to be the last time. And then he starts using his powers. What I find um, cool about here versus like other Gammon things I've seen is, uh, you know, Gammon's power is like storing kinetic energy, charging it up in an object. Like a radioactive. So- yeah. So when he throws it, all that energy kind of like Explodes, Yeah. But usually it's depicted in like a pinkish, purplish color. Yes. Here it's like a blue. I'm wondering why they did that. I think- um, It's the London air. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pollution.
1: <laughs> I think it's more like they just wanted the lighting from that. I think like a lot of this is in back alleys, a story. Yeah. And they wanted that like overdraft of color, of of, of, of light yeah. to not be colored in pink, I think.
0: Right. Because right now when his cards are like lighting up, the whole background of him is pitch black. Exactly. Yeah. Makes it for a cool effect. And he actually doesn't hurt the cops. He throws it as like a distraction so that he can get away. And there's like this drawing shot of him like kind of like jumping over the police cars and it is very much like um looks like it's heavily influenced from a batman um dark knight returns look oh like it almost looks like the same style that's the way batman would jump out of the way of stuff because of the like
1: the also the it's a silhouette of him of of in black right definitely looks like uh
0: maybe like that frank miller style right and then he's trying to get away but he notices the woman that was playing like the bait Mm -hmm. right she is now getting attacked by the real killer
1: Okay, so he jumps to gets in close when out of nowhere a big swipe comes straight for his very nice trench coat and it, it comes from a one
0: Wolverine. Wolverine, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here, <laughs> <Mon cher? laughs> I can just I can't hear anything else but the voices acting from the cartoon.
1: Let me hear your. Impression of uh, Wolverine actually, how does this go? Wolverine is like very gravelly, like
0: "get out of my way,
1: bub." You're right? Yeah. Oh yeah, they get talking to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, there's a famous line. It's not. I don't know, it's not famous, but it's ingrained in my head yeah. of the first episode where um, they go to like this military base to so attack, but it was a, a trap. Yeah. So the sentinels could attack them. And then, so then they're like retreating, but Wolverine doesn't want to retreat. He oh, wants he to fight the Sentinels. To, yeah. So he goes like, hey, Tin Man, I'm sending you back to Oz in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good line.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh man, that's Wolverine. This is good writing. I'm going to stick to this entire show. <laughs>
0: they should make a follow-up to the show. Um, yeah. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Um, so he runs into Wolverine there in London, out of all places, right? And Wolverine's covered in blood.
1: It looks sus- even more suspicious. Like, it looks like pretty obviously Wolverine has been this modern day Jack the Ripper.
0: Yeah, like it kind of fits. They're all slash and cut. But Wolverine almost says like, I kind of like don't even remember going here.
1: Yeah, he says like, I know it looks bad that uh, maybe I've been killing these women. But no, I don't think I did. I, didn't, I don't remember exactly what... Recently happened. He has amnesia
0: in a way. Yeah, but right now they're cornered by the police, right? Yes, and they're like against the wall. All the cops have their guns drawn, and then out of nowhere, like this red car comes driving in through the rain. Door t-top is open to like it's like come in. I'm gonna here to save you, right? Yeah. It reminds me of um, the movie Wanted, right? Angelina yeah. Jolie showing up out of nowhere. Yeah, and coming in is this woman,
1: this like super spy woman. Um, she's got like long brunette hair and uh, the skin tight 90s, like uh, any woman costume of uh, of a
0: comic book. And this is Martinique Jason. She's um, shooting up the cops and she's like, get in the car. I've been sent by Nick Fury to help you guys. Mm -hmm. So then they get in the car and this car is a two seater. (laughs) There's three of them. (laughs) There's three of them. And they're all squished, right? Wolverine's driving. And then he's like, could like, like, you get like a bigger ride or whatever? And then was uh, like, oh, I kind of don't mind. Because he's like pressed up against <laughs> <laughs> Martinique. Yeah. yeah. And they're like getting away. Um, There's a cool chase sequence with the cops and Gambit has to like lean out the window, throw cards to like um, hit the cops out of their, out of their way. I love this drawing because Gambit is just straight up like
1: leaning out the window to throw these cards. Right. Really cool. Super cool.
0: The next shot is also really cool. It's they get up to a roundabout and there's like, you know, the London red double decker buses. Oh yeah. Wolverine leans out the window and like slashes the whole side of one bus. And it causes the bus to like fall on its side and block the way of the cops. Wolverine, I thought you were a hero. <laughs> like this is kind of too much just to get a distraction out of the way. <laughs> um, they're still being chased. Their back windshield's all messed up. So to get away, Martinique, uh, Martinique is just like, "Okay, hold on." And she pretty much drives off the bridge straight yeah. into the like the river. They just go
1: tumbling down into the river off the bridge. And um, our detective Andrews is kind of oh, dang. Uh, everyone might think they're dead, going off by of that cliff. But I think uh, we need to get our guys down there and keep looking.
0: Yeah, this guy wa- really wants to capture them. Yes. Also, because I think like they're he knows they're mutants. Yeah. He's like, I don't want mutants in
1: my city. Oh, he's suspicious that way. And now we catch up with Gambit and Wolverine, and it looks like they're maybe in the like the you know the tunnels, the undergrounds of London. Like they're like in the cobblestone walls and floors, and it's like pitch black except for
0: when Gambit flicks on his 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 cards. So now they have some light, and what they see is not what it's expected. This character that we just introduced, Martinique, is dead on the ground, bleeding out. What at the feet of Wolverine, and Gambit. And they're like what is going on right so Gambit automatically thinks Wolverine killed her
1: yeah I, he's not remembering what he's done recently it looks suspicious again another victim
0: of Wolverine's it looks like a great scene of Wolverine and Gambit fighting like arguing they're always arguing they never really trust each other throughout the whole like X-Men lifetime no I'm the coolest one here <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but they're still underground they have nowhere to go so Gambit he throws one of his cards straight into a wall and that stonewall just comes crumbling down and they go through that little hole in there and they jump down to the sewers of London like the the flowing waters dirty water and um they're just trying to find somewhere to get and see light.
0: Um, Gambit, uh, well, as he falls down, he's almost like um, kind of knocked out a little bit because the current is so strong. But Wolverine grabs like a pipe and grabs him to save him. So it shows like though they don't agree a lot, you know, they respect each other. They're both X-Men. And Teammates. You, they're going to help each other if one's in danger.
1: Yeah. And he's like, uh, you're, not, you're not dying this time, Cajun. Yeah. He, he, always uses, <laughs> he
0: calls him that, Cajun. So they get their way out of there. They climb back up. They make their way back to where they were, actually. What? Which is like kind of, I thought, strange writing. Why would they leave if they are going to end up in the same place? Somehow. But when they end up in the same place, Martinique's body is no longer down on the ground. It's missing. Empty scene there when out of nowhere, Martinique
1: shows up from behind with a Uzi straight in their faces. She looks fine. Like nothing happened to her. Alive and breathing. Ready to like put them like just kill them right now. Gambit what? doesn't know what's going on. He's like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, Wolverine jumps to and slices the throat. Of Marnik. Is he in a rampage yet again? No, it's revealed that that Martinique is a robot, an android. <laughs> android. He could
0: like smell it. Like he senses something's different, right? It's not a person. It's an it's AI robot. And then we see all of this, this whole situation, is being viewed on like several monitors. You know you're a supervillain when you have like hella monitors? Yeah. So much so like in the drawing, like there's monitors like so high, you can't even look up there. <laughs>
1: it's like, like his wall is like two stories, right? And imagine, <laughs> would you have any usage for a monitor that's like a
0: story above you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's like Best Buy or something, right? They just have big scurries. Right. And we see this villain who's, I guess, behind the whole thing. We see his silhouette. He's watching all of this. He's like the master plan behind this. And it's revealed that he's not alone. He's actually there with the real Martinique Mm -hmm. and the person who's plotted all this is this villain named Arcade.
1: Right. Okay. Arcade is this villain that's uh, run into the X-Men in the past. Right. He's like a games master. Like
0: imagine Hunger Games. Yes. Like
1: the guy that controls everything. If that guy was a villain.
0: Right. So he's like a mastermind genius but he's also like a hitman. Yeah. So like people hire him to kill people but he'll turn it into like a game like like saw like a fun game of his yeah he's demented
1: yes he's almost like their riddler or something like that i think tim sale likes drawing people in like big smiles because that's how this guy's drawn like yeah. demented, huge smile that's how he draws his joker too
0: yeah similar to that look mm-hmm. and martinique is behind him they're partnered up and it's revealed that she is now going by the name mastermind
1: Okay, so this is revealing to us like who this character is. Apparently, she is the daughter of a Jason Wingard, the yeah. last one to be called Mastermind. Do you know this character, Mastermind? I do like somewhat, just like um
0: He was he has this power of like illusion, hmm. making you believe you're somewhere else. Like you see the surroundings as a different place. Um I think he was kind of this power is kind of used in um X-Men 2, X-Men United. Oh really? Remember the kid um that was like in a wheelchair. Yeah. Forcing Professor X to see something else. That was Jason. His name is Jason in the movie. Oh. They completely altered the character, but it's the same
1: power. I see. I didn't ever put that together. Yeah. Okay. Basically, yeah. Just like warping what you perceive is in front of you, the environment.
0: Now, Martinique is the daughter of the original mastermind. She has the same power and she's taking up the mantle of as the new mastermind. And partnering up with Arcade. Yeah. Two very like Kind of classic X Men villains. Prominent in their history, right? Um, The next issue is somewhat of a flashback issue. We see Gambit prior to being an X Men doing what he does best being a thief. (laughs) He's thieving. (laughs) He's um, literally stealing like a a painting, Uh right? I think this is back in London again before he was an X Men. And cool shots of him like just like jumping out the window, superhero landing. What also I like about this is the the text bubbles are in the shape of playing cards. Oh, right. Yeah. So that you could tell this Gambit talking. Who's the character, right? Thinking this all through. Uh, and he's using
1: a good use of his pole, right? He, we haven't talked about that yet. He's like yeah, using that whipping that around his staff.
0: Yeah. I like the, the quote he has here. He's like, this is the fine art of stealing fine art. <laughs> <laughs> and... He's about to get away, but he is actually stopped by a police officer. This police officer is Alexandra Davies, the woman he went to visit later, earlier in the story. This is the first time they're meeting. Yeah. Uh,
1: she was a cop catching this thief. Right. Which is Gambit. And immediately, like Gambit's like, you don't understand this. I'm doing this for a good thing. Yeah, Cher. Cher. I, I have to do the accent, sorry. Well, yeah. oh, share, I'm doing this for a good thing I'm not a bad thief. <laughs>
0: Do you want any some beignets? <laughs> <laughs> Do <Dying> I donuts? <laughs> he's saying like um, this painting belonged to a family, and then during the Holocaust got stolen, right? And then got passed around, sold, and all he's really doing is returning it to its proper owners, the original owners. Right, right. Uh, a thief for good, uh, a Robin Hood in a way. Yeah, and she's saying like, well, this is like the fourth or fifth theft uh, in a row mm-hmm. of artwork. So like I'm not just busting you for this. I'm busting you for all of them, right? And he's saying like, I promise you this: if you let me go, <laughs> you'll catch a bigger, a bigger like catch tomorrow. Yeah. Chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it needs work. It needs work. I'm almost there. I need to go to Nola. <laughs> and then she is like, man, I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah, almost just like seduced
1: by him in this quick moment. It's right. Charming. It's the Cajun.
0: So she actually does let him go. Yeah. And the next day she's at work at the police station. She's waiting for that phone to ring. She's like, I knew it. Like he got me. Like there's no like bigger fish to catch. Yeah. When he does get a
1: call, he gets a note to meet out at the docks of London, right? And um, when he gets there, him and her and his partner, which is actually Andrews from earlier. Yeah. They're there together, and they get uh, a jump on this other thief stealing something and stealing like a bunch of. Dr- jewels and they finally caught this person
0: yes um so they did get like a bigger this is the thief that stole all the other paintings actually yeah yeah and then uh alexandra meets up with gambit again and she's like okay you're right i believed you and he's like of course i was right like i'm gambit i wouldn't lie to you (laughs) and then they kiss right and You know, they have their relations. Sure. And this is the first time they've met. And they're kissing. And then when he like releases the kiss, he looks back at her and she's turning into like a skeleton. What's going on? Melting in his hands. And then the shadow behind him, he just sees the shadow of Wolverine. What? And he's like, you took this from me, Wolverine. I'm going to get you. He, he
1: wants to seek revenge in a way. It's like the vision that he's seeing right now, it's its fading. What? What's going on?
0: Right. And we now see what this vision truly is. It's a vision being like broadcasted to him by uh, Arcade and Mastermind. So
1: the way they're working together is Arcade has this like VR glasses to like design a story to put in the heads of Gambit and Wolverine.
0: Right. And Mastermind's the one that's like creating it with her powers. Yes. So they're doing it to Wolverine as well. And his like story takes place in Japan. Japan. Now we all know like Wolverine spent a lot of time in Japan. His love of his life was there. Um, Yukio? Uh, Yuriko. Yuriko. Okay. We've seen this in um the second Wolverine movie. Yeah. There's two of them. Uh there's three of them. There's three. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. They're all bad. No, okay. They're all bad. Uh we know like this is the love of his life. They're in bed together. And this is like the only time Wolverine's really had peace, True. right? Mm-hmm. And then he hears like a noise outside, so he's like, oh, "Yuriko, stay here, I'm gonna check it out, right?" And when he goes out to check it, it's Gambit. Gambit, in, in Japan. <laughs> what? What's going on? Uh, he can actually
1: smell the tobacco off Gambit, and right this all this smoking usage, you can smell it. And he's right. He's you know he's like an animal, he's a beast. He can smell it, and in the wild, and immediately Gambit kind of throws into a fight because he's saying like, "We have to go back." We have to jump out of here. This vision, but Wolverine's like, I'm
0: not, I'm not going back. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy here, right? Yeah. So what he does. He literally stabs Gambit in the gut. What? It's always like um, the same, like uh, kind of pose that they did for like Death of Electra. Oh, really? You know what I'm talking about? The when Bullseye kills Electra, it's like getting stabbed in the gut, and they're like, Ugh! like that. Oh, go, go, go. They do that a lot. And that's yeah. what Gambit looks like. Was Wolverine like stabs him in the, in the stomach with in his claws? But then this makes Wolverine kind of like come to. And as he wakes up, they're in like a padded cell. Really? This entire time? So none of that stuff that they're seeing was real. Gambit's still like knocked out on the ground. And next to them is the dead robot body of, <laughs> of Martinique. Right. Okay. So that whole thing was kind of just in this little tiny containment. Yeah. And then to get out, Wolverine has a plan and he's telling Gambit like, Hey, use your powers, charge up this whole body of this robot, <laughs> right? So that it'll explode and i'll hold it up against the wall so that way it'll create a hole and we can get out of here and then he's like well something this big is gonna be a big explosion and he's like oh well hopefully my healing factor is gonna be strong enough so they do that and it does create like a whole crater in the wall they can go through and wolverine like his his costumes kind of like has holes in it now because it's all burnt up right but he's like okay let's go
1: (laughs) we catch up now with arcade and mastermind and again they're like kind of like sharing unconsciousness now right because she has to push her powers onto him to control the other two right and like there's like a little connection between the two that gets revealed about this character called Miss Locke yes which, you uh, know Miss Locke is I do now after reading the book okay but it was like a partner like a like a henchman of right. Arcade before
0: if if Arcade is like a Joker Miss Locke was like a Harley Quinn
1: oh okay that that yeah. makes sense a lot
0: and then if you notice um, in this book Arcade His face is kind of like all scarred up. Mm -hmm. And that's because Miss Locke did that to him. Really? Yeah. They always had like this playful banter of like... (laughs) They they did this thing where like inside joke of they're just trying to kill each other. Right. Joking around. (laughs) And she does that to him. And that kind of like went over the line. So he just literally
1: killed her. Really? Yeah. And this uh, is a big reveal because... Arcade said to uh, Mastermind that actually Wolverine was when they killed Miss Locke and this is all kind of like revenge on, right. on Wolverine.
0: Yeah. So she that's why she's like going on with it. Mm-hmm. But really, Miss Locke is one of the dead bodies found. You know, like um, the killer that everyone thought was Wolverine killed like five women. Yeah, one of the victims. One of the victims, he disguised as a victim. It was Miss Locke so that he'd like hide his trace of actually killing her and I get see. away with it. So this is all a plan of Arcade. And when Mastermind realizes like, oh, you're just using me, not to get at the X Men, but just to get away with your murder. Yeah. This pisses her off. And just like turns off the entire
1: uh, vision that she's injecting into their minds and from behind Wolverine approaches with the clouds out just ready to pounce straight onto Arcade and uh, basically Arcade's like losing.
0: <laughs> yeah. So then Gambit has to stop Wolverine like no don't do it like he's not worth killing we got
1: him already right? And it's revealed this whole time Arcade he did this whole conspiracy to put Wolverine as the to blame set it up for the cops to find him and it's all just uh, all a cover up.
0: And Martinique is there right? And then um, Wolverine grabs her like where do you think you're going? You're a part of this too, right? And then she just kind of like starts to fade away because she's using her powers to like make an illusion so that she can really escape. Just get away. Yeah. And so like Wolverine and Gambit kind of like like go unconscious Yeah. Again. And when they wake up, they're on like a bench in the park or whatever. Yeah. And it's Gambit, Wolverine, and Arcade. <laughs> Arcade is still in a, like a tizzy, like, like you know,
1: hallucinating or whatever yeah. while the other two wake up and and... It's just them being uh, caught again by Andrews, the detective, giving up the real <laughs> villain of this
0: whole thing. Yeah. Uh, arcade. So they've arrested Arcade, and Gambit and Wolverine are free to go. So Wolverine joins Gambit at the gravesite of Alexandra Davies. Mm-hmm. And this is where they kind of realize we're more similar than our actual, like, other X Men members.
1: Yeah. They both have uh, past flames that burned down. They love, their love life is hectic and kind of yeah. they've had past before right we're both cool
0: guys yeah <laughs> they realize like we can't really have love because they'll always just be in danger true yeah. yeah so they're better off as loners and I think that's why they are kind of like the loners of the group
1: yeah yeah as they they say yeah we're gonna go back to Xavier's but they still know they're gonna be loners like Wolverine even says yeah I'm gonna just sleep outside yeah
0: <laughs> We catch up now with Arcade, who's been apprehended. He's not in jail. He's like in the loony bin. Padded walls and everything. And we get to see like what um, Mastermind has done to him. Kind of like made him go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the what he sees as the illusion is him in an ele- elevator surrounded by different versions of Miss Locke, the person that he killed. Right, right. And like he's just being tormented by this, like surrounded by your victim. Just a, a traumatic nightmare. Over oh. and
1: over. Constantly, yes. Yeah. That's what he's suffering from.
0: Very much like um, the end of Batman Forever. Oh, really? <laughs> you know what happens at the end? No. Well, Riddler, Jim Carrey, oh. gets thrown into Arkham and uh, he's... Claiming like I know who Batman is, I know who Batman is. And no one believes him? No well, no one believes him. So Bruce Wayne goes to confront him to see what he says. He's like, I know who Batman is. And then Bruce Wayne's like, who? And then Jim Carrey comes out of the shadows like, I'm Batman. And he's like (laughs) flapping his arms. Exactly like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Batman. So I thought this was a great book. Maybe not as important as like a long Halloween. Sure. But another kind of like underrated to Sale book.
1: It's maybe like a side quest, sure. but pretty good. I have to say it's using these characters... That, like you said, they look like the cool to the max characters. Yeah, my favorites. I had the, the accent of his Cajun is, you could read it, right? You're right, like, yeah, you could taste it. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say them, it's just dem with a yeah. D. And then maybe <laughs> spelled with M-E-B-B-E. Right, Spelling yeah. is where you can read the accent. It's so
0: great. I like when everyone confuses them for French because they're in England. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean. <laughs> Um yeah Gambit one of my favorite characters. I feel like we haven't gotten
1: a lot of him as of late in like prominence in comics and stuff. He shows up,
0: he's like there. Yeah. I think he's had a comic but uh not the 90s level. No, yeah. And then a lot of things um because a lot of times X-Men don't trust him. Yeah. He's forced to do things on his own or make his own team. I think he was like big with the Exiles. Oh. And he's had other versions of X-Men teams that he's had to make because um, he's just not trusted sometimes and stuff because of his past. He's
1: like a convert, like he was a bad guy before? Yeah,
0: like I think he had a past with Mr. Sinister as well. Oh. And um, so he's very much the loner outsider just like Wolverine maybe more than Wolverine
1: like if someone's gonna betray them they think it's him almost like immediately
0: yeah I remember in the cartoon Bishop goes back in time yeah to stop a killer of Professor X but then when he goes back in time he gets amnesia so he doesn't remember who the killer is (laughs) so a couple episodes later he remembers that it's Gambit what yeah but I think in the story it's not really Gambit it's like the media of the future all remember it as Gambit but it wasn't Gambit I think it was like a shapeshifter it was wrong Oh, wow. But yeah, it's always Gambit is the one... The first like accusation. Let me ask you this. Do you think
1: that Chatting Tatum Gambit casting that who had a whole movie going on? He was trying to do the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool thing of yeah. pushing it through to make a movie based on this character they love
0: so much. I He's... think it's got it like as far as you can before filming. Yeah. Which <laughs> yeah. sucks for him. Yeah. I wonder if it would ever been great or good. I think Marvel
1: and Disney bought Fox just to stop that movie. <laughs> just <laughs> despite Chatting Tatum. <laughs> and Chatting Tatum's super Super salty about it. He's not watched a Marvel movie since. Look, I
0: don't know if he would have been a good Gambit, but he would have been better than what we got in X Men Origins, which was uh, Taylor Kitsch. I wanted to ask that. Yeah, they just made him Southern, but not Cajun. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, because it's very hard to do a Cajun accent.
1: I think Taylor Kitsch is kind of a, a good actor sometimes. Yeah, it's right. got
0: to be a, a role that he can do.
1: This one was not it. No. Also, the movie Surani, I don't movie, know,
0: was it either? It was terrible. looked the worst. Could possibly be the worst comic book movie of all time. Oh really?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna know. rewatch it. I don't know. I've never seen that. Morbius.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man.
0: Yeah. Okay. You, anything else you want to talk about for the this book? I know. I think I just
1: want more Gambit. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It ain't cool.
0: If they do the X Men movie, Gambit is a must
1: include character. The accent is super super awesome, and yeah, everything about him. They're just like add cool to him you know not right. the classic weaponry the 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 power set is pretty yeah awesome yeah trench coat i Always love gambit wins the day
0: all right share let's get into sad stories
1: What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie of all time? Yeah. Probably Batman Dark Knight. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why? Um, I don't know. I thought you might have had a different choice. That's probably it. I, I'm probably the movie I've seen the most. Okay. It's either that or the movie Drive starring okay. Ryan Gosling. All right. Well, just... I really like that movie.
0: All right. Can you... All right. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Drive is so like pretentious yeah and yeah. very like uh, unspoken like there's whole scenes where just like people looking at each other without talking I get it it's like a <laughs> stoic movie you know I,
1: I just like that movie okay the vibe of it the music is, is super awesome the music is the best thing about it I don't know I connect to it to the different scenes of it okay The whole journey he's on it's kind of like a superhero movie in a way
0: mm, okay <laughs> Um, My favorite movie? Yeah. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Pork. The first one is... My favorite movie of all time It is like Ingrained in my childhood It Just like First time I was like Wowed by cinema Really? R- bringing something to life That I've never seen before Um, The scale of it The story of it The Spielbergness of it The literal scale Like they're dinosaurs Yeah I mean it's like There's scenes where like The people Are the size of ants Compared to these things Yeah But then there's also Scenes where it's like Very confined They're, li- they're staying in like a tree To stay the night to survive, very small, and then there's like very intense, confined scenes of the kids in the kitchen with the raptors, and or Newman <laughs> stealing the DNA in the hairspray or like the shaving cream canister, and yeah. then the the Loposaurus spitting on him. Yes, you know the names of the actual dinosaurs. I never Newman. memorized them. <laughs> Newman. <laughs>
1: But it just um, has everything I want in a movie. Did it just hit you at the right time, the right age? Like the uh, one, yeah, like, probably. I feel like any kid would love a dinosaur. Like yeah. it's just the idea of this gigantic thing.
0: But also the thing is like they're they're there to terrify you, like right? Yeah, dinosaurs, but also it's a scary movie at some points.
1: Yeah, totally. The suspense, the. Fear of your safety, of like the T. Rex scene and like the the dead of night and it's raining. I want to say this is my Star Wars. Like what? Star Wars is your Star Wars.
0: No, but I wasn't alive when the New Hope came out. Okay, I get I get that. So like the leap in um, it's your Harry special, Potter.
1: What? It, it it came out when you were young, and it was like that's the no. The but thing. what I'm
0: trying to explain yeah. is that no, it's not. What? <laughs> What I'm trying to explain is this movie is a movie like A New Hope that it did a giant leap in um, Hollywood special effects.
1: Okay. Yeah, You true. Like, it's the first real, like, CG that's this impressive, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, they brought dinosaurs to life through computer-generated animation and a it, mixture of, you know, robotics and puppetry.
1: It is a uh, old thing. I wouldn't say... I'd say it holds up in the way, like, it doesn't hold up to the modern-day graphics stuff, but it's like it doesn't hurt your eyes like other old CG stuff does.
0: Yeah, like, nowadays, days if something you know is impossible it's like it's just cg yeah but back then when cg wasn't commonly used like it was amazing to see a T Rex chase a jeep. Right, it's it's like a leap in in like film. Yeah, because like the this, talkies or something. If it, if it was done like ten years prior, it would look very fake because it would just be like uh, almost like a claymation dinosaur or something.
1: Yeah, technology wasn't
0: there yet. Yeah, yeah. But just like Star Wars, it it took like a leap of of technology that people we're not expecting and just not ready for and when you see it for the first time in the theater you're just like wow I wasn't ready for this this is so good and it fits in a a well told story like it's not just CG for nothing true yeah yeah it's a well told Spielberg had his eye on the ball making a good story so then they make um, two more after that that were even better (laughs) I'd say there's aspects of two that I like aspects of three that I like but they're definitely lesser movies um, far lesser than the original Um, um, did the CG get better? I'm sure the CG got better, but the stories were not better. So uh, I didn't like it as much. The story little... trumps everything. Lesser viewing experience. Yeah. And then years go by, I kind of forget. And then they reboot it with Jurassic World. Yeah. Um, to me, these are like the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe because they're not prequels, they're like the sequel trilogy. Um, I-, I disliked Jurassic World. I don't dislike it, but it is also at that time the worst one. Like, I I prefer 2 and 3 over Jurassic World. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But there's some things I do like about it, but it's just the story... Seemed like it was like, it just kept going, like, kind of like started too abruptly. And it's like, movie starts, Jurassic World is already a thing, and like, two scenes into it, the dinosaur gets loose.
1: Do you know how, um, like, to bring it back to Star Wars, Force Awakens was like a rehash of New Hope. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing, where it's a rehash of Jurassic Park. It's just a,
0: it's bigger, it's a world. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's like an open theme park already. Yeah, yeah, it's a
1: change there, but I mean, like, it's really not a new story. Uh... I think it's not
0: yeah there's again there's
1: like two kids that go to this thing get they get invited to the thing yeah
0: but then they also do the thing where like um they have genetically made a new dinosaur that's what that's what kind of like the theme of Jurassic World's trilogy is right playing with the genetics whereas like the other movies wasn't really about like it had that but it was more about like just surviving the dinosaurs now there's this like overall plot of like genetics and cloning and science behind these movies.
1: I think, yeah, the first one I know had that, like, the hubris of it all to actually, like, create dinosaurs and that was actually impactful. Like, that had meaning to it.
0: Right. Yeah. Jurassic
1: There's... World was just, uh, we're having fun with this, but what if we made a dinosaur that was right. brand new? Yeah. Even though, I think we know these, gir- these dinosaurs in the movies are wrong, right? Like, mm-hmm. did you say raptors are actually not that big? They have, like, feathers and everything. And
0: Yeah, I think in real life raptors were the size of, like, turkey. Right.
1: Yeah. 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 And T Rexes had also had feathers. I think some of them were just something. Yeah. Like know.
0: later down the line. I'll, I'll uh, let me ask you this. Did you know? In the timeline of the world of Earth, right? Yeah. Humans are closer to the T Rex than the T Rex is to the Stegosaurus. Is that true? Yeah. That's how long dinosaurs were around before humans, like ruling the world. It was like another planet's lifetime before humans. Like, I think for us to Jurassic era, it's like 65 million years. It's so like that's more than I, just a gap. I, of- yeah. Crazy,
1: yes. All of, that's all reason why Jurassic Park is an abomination. Should <laughs> never happen. I believe, I agree. Don't make dinosaurs come back. <laughs> I think we we've, we've said this before. If there was a Jurassic Park, no, I wouldn't. Would you go? No, I wouldn't. Would you buy a no, ticket? No, I've it? seen it six Vi- times already. It doesn't <laughs> work. <laughs> would you visit? Would you? It's just like a theme park at the end of the day. You can get cotton no, candy. First off, I don't even like zoos. So regular animals I don't care about. Imagine what a dinosaur smells like. A, d- a dinosaur zoo smells Ugh, like. No, I don't want to go. It's, it's It smells Cretaceous.
0: Sometimes like in regular zoos, like tigers get out. What? Yeah. Like I think in the San Francisco Zoo a couple of years ago. Serious? They were like taunting this tiger and it leaped like a 20 foot gap to get out of its pen and they had to kill it. It's like the it's like harambe, like the gorilla thing. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Imagine if like a T-Rex got out.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, what's the new one called? It was like, I forgot what it was. Gira- Gigantosaurus or something? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But Making up names.
0: The um, the second Jurassic World movie I thought was, was an improvement. It, it was. It was still not there as far as like. I like it when it's just dinosaur, like people in the dinosaur world, not the dinosaurs in the people world. Dinosaurs in the people world. That's... Like they made a theme park and dinosaurs are there. Like I don't really like that as much. I like it when people have to survive living in the dinosaur world.
1: Isn't that what 2 and 3 are like? No, no, no. 3 is in in
0: Jurassic Park. What's 2 like? Because I don't think I've ever seen that actually. Jurassic Park 2? Yeah. um, They go to a second island, which was made just for science, not for a theme park. Oh. And that has been run over by like dinosaurs now. There's nobody living on it. And they go there to just like explore. Okay. And and then they say they're there to just explore. So they bring in Ian Malcolm, which is Jeff Goldblum's character. Mm -hmm. But the truth is they're there to hunt some of them and bring them back.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Hunt them. I I see. Okay. I've never, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll say I've never seen it. (laughs) You should watch it. Okay. Maybe we'll pick that up.
0: Uh, And then elements of that is taken into this new one, Jurassic World Dominion. Dominions. Jurassic World (laughs) Dominions. Um, it got a bad rap. It was like Rotten Tomatoes poor Rotten score, right? And everyone was saying like, "Don't, it's not a good one. It's like the worst of the Jurassic World movies." You so, told me this too before I went into the movie. Yeah, that's what everyone online was saying. But I was excited for this movie, so I waited like three weeks. We waited three weeks after it came out right? yeah. to go watch it, and um, everyone's wrong. <laughs> I think it's a good movie. It's a very good movie. Yeah, I think it's the best of the Jurassic
1: World movies. Yeah, I think it's I think it's better than Jurassic World three and, and Endersync 2. two. It is Jurassic World three, Jurassic Park three. Sorry.
0: Okay, um, I like it. It is. Dinosaurs in the wild, which is what I like about Jurassic Park and Jurassic World stuff. Okay. Uh, And they're also now like the world, the whole world knows and lives in a world with dinosaurs. Somehow. Like that's,
1: it's still this modern day action movie of a summer blockbuster where there's like unbelievable stuff going (laughs) on. It's kind of like Transformers. Or a Fast and Furious, where it's unbelievable. But, I mean, we're dealing with dinosaurs. Yeah.
0: So, what's more believable? Yeah. (laughs) This or Fast and Furious. It's it's halfway there. Yeah. So, without spoiling too much, I will just say, like... uh, the uh, the action is very good, and the people who criticize it and say that it's bad. I would say it's not that bad, it's actually enjoyable. Yeah, I think um, the action was pretty, I think it was the best of
1: the, these maybe of any Jurassic Park movie. The action, for the action. Yeah, for the action. Maybe, yeah. The characters, I think it was just enough for me not to be disappointed. Like, I think Jurassic World 1 kind of had annoying characters in it. Yeah. It yeah. The cast was just annoying to the whole thing. But the people that are coming back, Bryce Dallas Howard, Chris Pratt they were serviceable and then the people that were coming back from the old Jurassic Park movies yeah I thought they were in tune with the characters that they like they were written like the characters they were trying to be same thing there and the relationships are playing into it that's Kind of fun to see and how they right. decades later would interact with each other. It fits and doesn't get mangled up with the two generations of characters.
0: No, I think yeah, they they the two groups fit well together, and the reason for them to be together is not like force fed. Like it, it is a good reason in the story. And um, the newest character, I forget her name, but she's like a pilot. Oh yeah, I yeah. call her a Vivica B Fox. <laughs> Uh, Is B for (laughs) Baloo what because Baloo is like a pilot oh okay um she's a good addition to the, the movie it's not like she's not like a scientist or yeah she's almost just like an Indiana Jones character just throw it in there for adventure and why not I was like yeah this works
1: it's it's not uh, yeah it, it kind of works it just random yeah.
0: happenstance add this character into the story and it yeah you know, I'm not going there for like Aaron Sorkin writing or <laughs> yeah or uh, you know some very intricate plot I'm there for dinosaurs in action and that's what it has and there's some there's a little bit of humor in it which is just enough and the setting and I think this might have the most dinosaurs than all the other Movies? Possibly. Which is, that's what I want to see. I think the dinosaur selection was
1: pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Like what they actually decided to search. So maybe possible spoilers here if you care. But there is one dinosaur that has, like, long claws. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It was awesome.
1: It had claws as long as its legs.
0: Yeah, and then, like, a small head.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, I didn't know this existed, and now it does in my head. (laughs) Cool.
0: (laughs) And also what I like about it, it we're going full spoilers now, is similar to, like, a Mission Impossible. Yes. There's multiple geographical settings. So not, like... It's just a jungle. Like we go to like a snowy area. We go to a desert area. and Don't we go to like Paris or something? Yeah. That way we get to see different scenarios and different things. And like there's also like an underground dinosaur black market thing. Yeah. I think that would exist maybe. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny that it exists. But like it's also cool to see how they would deal with this. Like because like owning a dinosaur is very expensive. Like rich people want to have a dinosaur. Uh. Dinosaur King. Yeah. (laughs) Make that Netflix show. (laughs) So then there's like this whole like underground thing that like they have dinosaur fights that they bet on. Yeah. Like it's MMA or something. Yeah. And then there's like smuggling dinosaurs and the whole like sequence that happens in that scene. Yeah. I thought was like some of the best stuff in the movie. Yeah. Talking to
1: that like Mission Impossible connection. Some of the the best action is not even dinosaur related. Right. There's like one scene of... Like, just, like, falling out of the sky type thing. Yeah. And I thought this was awesome shot. Like, it was just really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I thought that might have been, like, so thrilling, really. So, Colin Trevorrow did this movie. Yeah. I think he
0: did all of them. Okay. I didn't know if he did the middle one. No, Wait, I'm not I've, sure. My your well, guess is good as mine. Sure. I think he did. But, like, he has the ability to do a good movie. Yeah. You know, he gets back. He's <laughs> still getting better off for this one. I think this is a good movie. I wish he did the third Star Wars movie. Curious what that could have been like. His script and concept art was kind of leaked and... I think it would have been better than what we got uh everyone's mad about that
1: last uh, yeah. star wars movie uh i think it was just too disjointed uh jj abrams got it like midway right or however just not the whole time and colin, colin trevorrow is it going to be like this where it's like an action thing but if it's still like enjoyable yeah still it's probably gonna be end up better
0: yeah i think it was a bad choice to have um jj abrams come back because it was like him, he set it up, and then Ryan Johnson put his twist to it, and then Abrams came back to just realign it back to his view. Lame, So yeah. it's like, it's not, it's not cohesive. It's either one person does it all, or have a different take on each movie. That way, it's a surprise a little bit. With these
1: connected universes, big, long things, if it's a trilogy or whatever, to be honest, you need that one person that's like is in charge of it yeah. feeling like the same thing. Like, sure. of course, Kevin Feige. And the, and the first trilogy is, I mean, George Lucas. Yeah.
0: And they didn't have him anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh, what do you think about um, the Jurassic World trilogy? Do you think you want to see more of this? Or maybe you think of this as the final one?
1: I think of this as the final one. I think of this as... Fast and the Furious 5. Or it's like the last one that's like really good.
0: Oh, so they're going to make like four more after this. Exactly. No.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is freaking... It's like Jurassic Park 6, basically, right? So they can... Sure.
0: They're, they're catching up. It's a continuation, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to see more. But I don't want them to go outrageous... Because, like, I remember when they were rebooting it. Not rebooting, but continuing it with Jurassic World. One of the ways they were going to take it was um, half dinosaur, half human, like, clone splicing. Yeah. And they would have dinosaurs that would, like, could talk and walk on two legs and carry guns. And they are like, soldiers. And I'm like, then you have lost the spirit of Jurassic Park. Lost the soul of it. Yeah. It's not Jurassic Park anymore. It's you're making a Transformers movie.
1: Yeah. It sounds like it's... um I think like Ninja Turtles type thing. Yeah. Or so, I, I don't know. I just hope if they do continue it, we're not going that route. That seems too far off from what we established. But again,
0: I mean, whoever even thought of that is like, what? Yeah. what is that? Uh, what I would want is more of what we got from this one where... Dinosaurs kind of just live in the wild of human civilization, so then there would be like uh, more of that. Let's amp that up to to the point where like maybe people are using dinosaurs already, and like I'm, you could like ride a dinosaur for hunting,
1: right? So you can like use them for everyday things. Like they can be your dishwasher. They can. (laughs) (laughs) They can. They can be your pet dog.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then like maybe something happens where technology in the world is disrupted, and there's no more. Electricity And you, you have to like Push your car with your feet go, <laughs> what? We're, going, we're going to Flintstones talk. And then maybe when you go bowling You do it on your tippy toes right.
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah Replace Chris Pratt With John Goodman <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah I More to like the plot Of the Jurassic World Dominion movie I thought the Kind of the Playing into the hubris Like they had in the first movie About yeah. like Big farming and all that, and I thought that was actually—it was just enough to make it to give it a message, mm-hmm. well it left me satisfied. Yeah, Jurassic World One and Two were nowhere near that satisfying of a message. You know what I'm saying? Oh
0: yeah, there was no deeper thing than just dinosaurs are cool. Right.
1: Yeah, and like I, I don't think people are cloning right now as much as like. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't. That's why I felt like, okay, I can get on board with this movie. I actually like it. And everyone else's, all the critics are kind of wrong. It's pretty I, good. Yeah. It's
0: pretty good. I give it like a B plus. Yeah.
1: I, I agree with that. Same same rating.
0: There's an element to this movie that I, I'm not going to spoil because it's not in the trailers at all. Well, that is a big element to the story that you are kind of just talking about mm-hmm. that I thought was also kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess... Uh, I didn't know that was going to be in the movie either. Yeah, it was not in any of like the promo or, or trailer. So like, when this happens in the movie, it's like a nice surprise. Yeah. Okay, I'm going for this ride, and it adds to the movie. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's squeezed in. Like, oh no, this is. A good part of the movie We're in the world nowadays Where trailers Typically spoil everything Are you kind of yeah. mad at that Like do you just For sure Do you miss it Back in the day Where
1: In a world Yeah
0: We're not gonna tell you Maybe What's going on Maybe not that far back Yeah But like Definitely not to the point Where like um They have to give you The whole story In the trailer Yeah Cause like I feel like Multiverse of Madness Was ruined For me a little bit The whole thing Yeah Pretty much the whole thing Yeah Like First trailer Was probably just enough And then A week or two Before the movie Is about to come out They just yeah. tell you The whole thing Give it your- Give away that name. they just every surprise has been shown, and oh, just the, these fans and their
1: podcasts, and they just have to break down every trailer. Why do they talk about it so much? Gosh,
0: I will say, um, maybe Thor. Okay, uh, I'm hoping there's still some more surprises in it because I don't think we've seen everything in Thor, and maybe that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, it's almost like you're judging movies or you're judging trailers like they're movies already. Like, yeah. oh, I don't I actually didn't like that trailer.
0: Yeah, I bet there's something like. You think you saw the movie already but you only saw the trailer?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the movie is going to be 2 minutes in the future just to get them out of the out of the the theaters real fast. Right and it's going to cost like $30 a ticket. Exactly. <laughs> People's attention spots are shortening. Yeah. Uh Jurassic World Dominion, yeah, surprise for me. I thought I, I thought it was gonna be bad.
0: Yeah, I wonder if because my expectations were low, it surpassed it, and and I like it more. But I mean, I, I, that good uh, because I did like it. Yeah, I'd rather like something more than less. Um, yeah, I feel like being the the perception
1: I have going to movies actually alters my experience more than I realize. Mm, okay, it kind of kind of sucks. I have high hopes for everything almost.
0: So, like the movie I'd seen in the theater before this was Top Gun Mavericks, yeah, which was obviously that's a fantastic movie. It was pretty great, yeah, yeah, that's like an a solid just flat a, yeah,, it, but i we watched it in a standard screen, that was it, yeah, and we watched Jurassic Dominion in IMAx is that dif- does that change your perception? It literally does, yeah, I
1: think it <laughs> I think I realized like, oh yeah, these dinosaurs are life size, <laughs> and I just think, um. I, I, for a second, I was like, is Jurassic World Dominion better than Top Gun Maverick? Wow. And I think it was just the high of just watching the movie. Like, I just came out of the theater. And I was like, oh, that was better than I thought. Like, if we switch screens, would the gap of
0: quality of the movies be bigger? No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I... I IMAX is the way to go. I yeah. So. I, if you can't, like, if you're going to the theater anyway, just do IMAX.
1: I think the big thing actually is the sound. Right. I think that makes, it's, if the fighter jets sounded better, if you can hear the dinosaur, mm-hmm. like whales, better. It
0: colors experience, makes Amst experience so much more. If you're watching a theater and it's standard screen, it, you just watch it at home then. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so your screen is just big. Uh, well, yeah, I, I super enjoyed it. And if you haven't seen it, don't be deterred by the negative reviews. It's really good. No, uh, if you watch it in IMAX.
1: It's horrible. It sucks. Now you're going to have a better experience when you watch it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to bring up? That's all I want to really talk about. I've I, uh, Jurassic Park's war, uh, Dominion was my side story also.
0: Okay. We should watch Jurassic Park 2 if you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it.
1: Yeah. I know some of the actors, but i it. I've never stars seen it. Of Vince Vaughn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is he funny in it? No, he's not making jokes in it. At all? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> All right, um, if you guys haven't already, you could please subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. We're on every Wednesday, and we have the recap shows on Mondays. We're doing Miss Marvel, so you won't want to miss it. And um, also, did you know this? We're on Amazon Audio, like Audible or something like that. We're on yeah, I know we're on Audible. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. So we're we're on Amazon. Cool. <laughs> we're
1: owned by Jeff Bezos now. Oh, great, great. <sighs> which which billionaire is gonna make a Jurassic Park?
0: Who's most likely well, Zuckerberg? Yeah, maybe. Cause is he care? Does he care about space? He only cares about virtual reality. Virtual reality. Yeah. Cause Musk and Bezos, they're space guys. Space guys. Yeah. The Twitter guy just announced
1: Web Six or Web Five.
0: Oh really? Yeah. What about um uh Virgin? Guy? Oh yeah. Oh he's got islands. He's an island guy. He's an island boy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he might already have a Jurassic Park. <laughs> He's just keeping it to himself It's yeah. not for everybody It's not a theme park Yeah, it's not ready Because it got loose <laughs> <laughs> uh, We can talk about all that On Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter uh, we're at the Reader Copy Podcast. I'm I'm putting in my ticket now for Jurassic World. Like I wanna, I'm not going. I, I, already got, I got us both no, tickets. No, no, I'm not going to go. You're going to make me. No, no, <laughs> I'm not going to go.
0: I've seen what happens. I'm not running in one of those uh, glass balls. You have to be in there so I can throw you in front of the dinosaur <laughs> and then start chasing me. <laughs> uh, no way. Let's end this now. I'm not going. Yeah, okay. have an outro?
1: Feel like we had to say about the book. Pick it up and read your copy. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: I'm <laughs> gonna